0: Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for I'm 590 The Fan. I'm your host, Swimulus, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors. Man, honestly, they've been embarrassed a lot of times this season. This is the worst one. Like, I'm, this is so bad. Um, Raptors lose 121-102. to 102. Um, Final score doesn't matter. The Raptors were down 20 points basically the entire game. And Boston just, like, clowning the Raptors. And the Raptors just clowning themselves, really, like... Here's how I would describe this game. It was like LeBron right? The other team races out to a 20-point lead as fast as possible, and then they're just chilling. And anytime you put together one or two made baskets, they come down and they pick you apart. It's so easy to tear the Raptors apart, man. I, I can't... I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess, just based on the, the fact that, like, you know, this is sort of how the season has been. But, like, you're talking about a must-win game... Against the Celtics, you know, Jalen Brown apparently cut his hand on watering his flowers. <laughs> like Okay. So he's got like stitches in his hand and I hope he's okay for the playoffs. Cause like, man, that, that's what an unfortunate thing to happen. So he's not playing in this game. I don't know if he would have played otherwise. Um, the Celtics did play some of their main guys, but you know, played them mostly in the first half. Like Tatum only played first half. Um. And they have, like, nothing to play for. And and yet the Raptors came out just looking so silly. The one Raptors highlight all night was the first basket of the game. Pascal came off a screen from Yaka Pertle, uh, nutmegged Rob uh, Rob Williams with the pass, uh, and found Yak cutting to the basket for a dunk. That's the one highlight of the game for the Raptors. Um, past that, I mean, look, listen, it, it, it's... Like I wouldn't even say incompetent is like the right way to say it. I mean, I would just say like this team looked like they quit. Like they there's how do you really say anything else about this team other than they look like they quit tonight? Right? Did they quit on each other? Did they co- quit on the coach? Did they quit on the season? Did they quit on the organization? Did they quit like you you there's no other way to describe it. There's just no other way to describe it. Um, you know, as usual, the Raptors start off cold from the field. And then they start to freak out and they all start to take turns isolating, going one on two. The Celtics obviously is just like, okay, we'll just let these guys do that, run off their misses, get layups and dunks. Celtics shot 15 of 15 in the first half from from two-point range. And you might say that's impressive, but, I mean, it's hard not to go 15 of 15 on layups and dunks unless you're the Toronto Raptors. Um, So, wow. Um, Let me just read you a couple of select plays, okay? Um, You know, so first off, you got uh, back-to-back plays where the Raptors miscommunicate and throw the ball out of bounds. Uh, first one was with Scotty and Yak. Second one with Pascal and OG. Just This is early in the game. Like, okay, you're still in the game. I mean, you are literally start at 0-0. You cannot be in a game when it's 0-0, okay? So you got those kind of plays. You got Scotty Barnes walking up the floor. Uh, no passes, nothing. Just pull up long to brick. Right? You got next play down. Fred comes down mid-range, thinks he's open against Robert Williams, pulls up, gets blocked. Then you got Pascal driving one on two, blocked at the rim. Tatum goes back the other way, walks in for an and one. Then you got the Raptors running a a play for Fred to get open in the corner. um, Hammer action. And he's open for the three. He misses it. And meanwhile, on the other end, Derek White drives right at Fred. Fred has to give up the foul. White goes to the free throw line, two free throws. Next play down, the Raptors, pretty good. Pretty good. Tic-tac-toe passing, one, two, three. Uh, Scotty gets open in the dunker spot for a little short push shot. Misses it, even though it's point blank. Uh, Yak wins the offensive rebound. Great job. You know, really out-hustled guys to get that rebound. OG gets a wide open three, bricks the three. Meanwhile, the other end, Sam Hauser back cuts OJ Obi, your best defender for a layup. That was one of like five or six times the Raptors are back cut for a point blank layup. Uh at that point the Raptors call timeout because you know it's 12 to 2. So they call the first timeout. I was like, okay, okay, all right. Okay, okay. We got we gotta settle in here, boys. Let's let's settle in here, boys. I really do wonder what Nick is saying in these timeouts and what the players are listening to. <laughs> I would honestly pay so much money to be in that timeout huddle, man. would Love to see what he's saying, man. I'd love to see what he's saying, and, and, and also get in the minds of the players in that timeout. Um, okay, so 12-2. Raptors call the first timeout. What do they do in the first timeout? Scotty immediately with the bad pass turnover, um, you know, and Tatum goes back the other way, uh, drives right on Scotty, just a very simple inside out dribble with one hand, and Scotty gives up position, gets open, and Tatum drives through him for an and one. So right away after the timeout, you have a bad turnover, and then you give up a bad straight line drive. Then you got OJ and Driving to the basket, isolation. I think maybe off a pick and roll or something like that, but just essentially he's just going by himself, going to the rim. Gets blocked at the rim. And then the Celtics go the other way. Tatum runs away for a dunk. Okay? Now at this point, we got some bench guys coming in. It's like, okay, okay, come on. Clearly the starters aren't working. Let's put some bench guys in there. So Precious Achua is in the game now, okay? First play, Precious Achua is cutting to the basket. He's open for the layup. Smokes the layup. And the Raptors get the offensive rebound. They kick out to Scotty. Scotty goes iso against Al Horford, which means just pull up mid-range jumper with no actual, you know, advantage created on the defense. It's very much a shot. The defense is willing to give up, especially after he missed one earlier to start the game. And then the Celtics go the other way. Al Horford is 86 years old, and they threw him an alley-oop, and he, he tipped it in. They throw, an, they throw an alley-oop So Al Horford. You know how old Al Horford is? Al Horford was old enough that he ended TJ Ford's career, man. This guy, this guy started the original. This guy ended the TJ, uh, uh, the TJ uh, Ford and Jose Calderon. I was gonna say TJ Calder Ford because that's really how it, they are in my mind. Um, he he was so old that he ended the TJ Ford Jose Calderon debate. He broke him on a fast break. Go look it up. This is why when he was a rookie in Atlanta. But like, you understand how many errors a Raptors basketball go that was like that was. Like, man, who was pres- – like, Bush was president. George W. Bush was president at that time. Um, what else was happening at that time? Like, you know, um, it, it, the Raptors' second-best player was, like, Bargnani. Um, You know, like, in, in, in that era, Chris Bosh was a star. You know, he was trying to sell his way onto uh, the All-Star game by doing these, like, mock – uh, car salesman ads with a Texan hat on and everything like that. Um, You know, th- that's how long ago that was. And since then, we've had DeMar DeRozan's entire career with the Raptors, who is, you know, obviously DeMar, franchise record, leading scorer, games played, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Kyle larry's whole entire record of being in Toronto, traded here for Marcus Banks and, you know, a first round pick, which turned out to be great. Um, actually, was it Gary Forbes? Was it was Gary Forbes. Gary Forbes. Uh, Marcus Banks was there during that time as well. Seen a Marcus Banks jersey recently as well. A live show, shout out to, uh, Sexy Beats for that one. R- real nostalgic seeing that one, especially because they had the, uh, the St. Paddy's Day jerseys all green. Um, the We of North era came in, Brian Colangelo left, Masai Ujiri came in, Bobby Webster came in. They drafted all these players that you see on the roster today, you know, they obviously, you know, set a franchise record in wins with 48, then 49, then 56, then 59, and then they won a championship, they won a first overall seed, they got multiple all-stars, multiple all-NBAs, Kawhi then left after that championship year, they went to the bubble, um... You know, they they had the Tampa season. They played a whole season in Tampa. Can you believe that? They came back to Toronto. They played another season in Toronto. And now, fast forward all of that, all that Raptors history, Al Horford is still in the league, and he's throwing that alley-oops against you, man. I can't believe it. Anyway, sorry. I'm still in the first quarter here, okay? Um, Next play down, O.J. Anobi drives to the basket with his head down once again, gets blocked once again. And Sam Hauser goes the other way, knocks down a three. Sam Hauser today, by the way, man, woo! Sam Hauser, twenty six points, uh, ten of sixteen shooting, six of twelve from three, looking amazing, dunking repeatedly on the Raptors. Raptors got all these six nine forwards, right? Super athletic seven footers. You know what I mean? Like you're hearing so much about how long the wingspan is. They're standing reach. They're max vertical. Man, Sam Howser dunking on these guys over and over again, in addition to Al Horford dunking. Bro, Al Horford dunking on you, it really feels like if your grandpa dunked on you, man. Like, I can't believe it, man. This guy's been in a league so long, and he's dunking on you, man. Man. All right. Anyway, what else after that? Uh, Precious. Um, oh, that's the that's smoke in the layup. So that, that, after that Hauser three, it's 24 to seven. So the Raptors call the second timeout of the game because, you know, Nick's like, OK, boys, clear that first little speech thing didn't, didn't rouse you guys. Let's, let's go for another speech. OK, goes for another speech. You know, I'm sure, uh, you know, there's something there. Uh, OK, so if they come out of the timeout. Fred pull up three crossed over his man pulled up for three. It's like, OK, ooh, all right. That's that's one basket. OK, let's see what they can do next. Next play, Fred goes ISO. Uh, goes drives to the rim for a contested layup, misses it. Shocker. Um, you know, luckily, Fred then steals it off of Tatum going back the other way and gets it at the precious for a dunk. And it's like, oh, Raptors are, you know, okay, five nothing run. Okay, like, you know, maybe, you know, as Matt, as I think Alvin Williams said it already with three minutes left in the first quarter, it's early, Matt, it's early. And I was like, yo. Alvin, I love you, man. You might have been in the league when Al Horford was in the league, but like, holy, like, you know, it, it's early. is the only way to describe 24-7. to 7. Um, But hey, listen, 5 nothing run. What do they respond with? And, and this is multiple times this happened. But there was a loose ball. And Gary and Precious are both right there for the loose ball. Instead, the Celtics win it and they get a three for Mike Muscala. One guy versus two guys for a loose ball, all the wingspan in the world. We talking about six foot nine forwards, interchangeable basketball, the the length, the, the wings, the the you know, think about the the hand size, everything like that. You know, but no, no one can win a loose ball, but Mike Muscala gets a wide open three. Okay. And no one's ever talked about Mike Moscala's wingspan ever. Uh, next play down. All right, precious, open three, wide open three, bricks it. Jason Tatum goes the other way in transition for a layup. Then with one second left in the quarter, the Raptors have Tatum at half court. Pascal Siakam comes over to double team him, which I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Just like one second left on the the, the, the clock. Tatum drives around him, drives to the basket, and uh, he goes to the foul line um, and, and, and gets some free throws. One second left in the game. Okay. All right. We, we, we fouling with one second left. We just let them shoot the ball, man. Okay, so it, it's 34 to 16 after the first quarter. But hey, listen, the Raptors, you, if there's one thing you can count on the Raptors, you got to count on the fake comeback. The fake comeback's coming. It's just right around the corner. You just never know when they will almost come back and make the game annoying for you, right? You can at least bank on that, right? So how does that happen? Start the second quarter, right? The second unit thing. Okay, it's like, okay, all right. Well, maybe the first unit didn't have it today, right? What's the second unit going to do? Uh, Gary comes out. Okay. ISO drive blocked. Robert Williams dunks the other way. It's like, Oh, so the same thing that the starters were doing is, is what the bench is going to come in and do. Okay. All right. Uh, next time, next play down, will Barton's turn to ISO. Instead of going to the rim. Cause he's like, Hmm, a lot of my teammates have been blocked. Let me pull up from the mid range instead. Will Barton has his jumper where it looks like he's like dislocating his wrist. Every time he shoots it, it looks like the hands going to go with the ball. Like it's a bionicle shooting its projectile. And, he misses the mid-range pull-up. Peyton Pritchard goes back the other way, gets a wide-open corner three. The Celtics fake drive, kick out, swing, and it's so it's open in the corner every single time, every single time. With one of these names that sounds like I mean yeah. Anyway, so you know yeah. So uh, that's that's the next play, okay. Uh, I, you know, the Raptors, honestly, I'm not going to lie. My notes just blank out here because um, all I have in the next note is that it's 50 to 22 and the Raptors take the next timeout. That's three consecutive timeouts by the Raptors. Okay. <laughs> Again, Nick Nurses in the huddle being like, hey, guys, we're right there. We're right there. What if we boxed and one? What if we full court pressed? What if we, you know, run another play where we drive into the rim and get blocked? Okay. Um, Yeah. You have to be coming out of that timeout. And, and remember Al Horford? Remember 86 old Al Horford? This is what he does in the next play. This man, I think OG drove, Al Horford blocked him at the rim, then the putback, the Raptors got the offensive rebound, they drive at him again, he blocks it again. Al Horford, at the age of 286, Al Horford was there when James Nakes invented basketball in Canada, man, and and (laughs) this guy, you know, this guy, man, this guy blocked the Raptors twice in one play. I can't believe it, man. The Raptors are so down bad. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. I mean, like, yeah, sure, like, the Raptors start to steady out their offense from that point onward, basically, but, you know, their defense was never really there, Um, and, and that's all the best I can say. The, I would say the humiliation was really in that first 18 minutes. After that, I mean, like, look, this, the, the Celtics have big plays, all that kind of stuff, for sure, but the Raptors defensively just were not able to, to make any impact, and of course, look, the Celtics, listen, not only were they just, like, eventually only playing bench guys and eventually only playing third-string st- guys, but, like... I don't know. It's natural when you're up 30 points the whole time. You're not gonna you're not gonna like play the hardest on defense, and so the Raptors, you know, were able to eat into the lead a little bit. Pascal, who probably was the only guy who had any success tonight, just like the last game, um, 19 points on eight of 15 shooting. You know, spin uh, layup uh, against two players in traffic. He's able to make it. Um, you know, th- then you have f- Fred. Uh, Pascal getting a stop. He had like four steals. I think most of them in the first half, just cutting off passes. Uh, Hits ahead to Fred, hits ahead to Will Barton for a dunk. Um, Then you had Scotty Barnes in transition after the Raptors got a stop, hit it ahead to Scotty. Scotty looks back as he typically does, looks back, then does a 360 dunk. And would you not, would you know it? But the Raptors are cutting the lead to 31 points, right? Looking back, 360 dunk, 31 point a deficit. They're on a roll. They're on a roll. All right. They're on a roll. OG gets the next play. Run out. Layup. Okay. No three sixty. No looking back. Just straight up. Like, hey man, I'm just here for my two points and let's go back on defense. All right. Um. But yeah, you know the Raptors. Okay. Going to halftime. You already know the Raptors going to lose this game. Just the tenor of this game. It was so easy for the Celtics. Again, like guys just getting wide open shots. Anybody on the Celtics was cutting apart the Raptors. It was not even not even close. Derek White can throw a lob to Robert Williams at any time. I mean, if Al Horford's open for lobs, Robert Williams is definitely open for lobs, okay? Uh, Sam Hauser's going to op- be op- open for threes. Uh, Tatum can drive to the basket and finish and ones whenever he wants to. Um, you know, you have Peyton Pritchard coming off the bench. Every single time this guy plays the Raptors, his mom's spaghetti time, man. The 22 points, four rebounds, five assists, man. Oh, my goodness, man. This, Oh, man, all he needs is a hoodie to become... <laughs> Eminem at 8 Mile with, with the way he was cooking the Raptors tonight. 9 of to 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. And by the way, this has been since he was a rookie. Since he was a rookie, he's been cooking the Raptors, man. In Tampa, I remember him coming to the Tampa Ballroom or wherever the hell they were playing. Oh, Emily Arena, right? And, and uh, you know, looking up at those, uh, you know, um, Tampa Bay Lightning banners, right? Looking up at uh, Dave Andrichuk and looking up at Martin San louis uh, and, and Peyton Pritchard just giving the Raptors the business, beating the Raptors by like 25 points. I remember early in that season, the, 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 the five fans that they allowed into the building, obviously weren't Raptor fans. They were just general fans. So they were just Celtic fans, people from Boston who really wanted to see a, the, the, a game in the pandemic, chanting, we want taco, we want taco. I'm sure they've had taco fall in this game. He probably would have had 20 and 10 as well. Uh, but Peyton Pritchard's been cooking the Raptors since that. So every single year, when the Raptors play the Celtics, whether they're shorthanded, whether it's a blowout, whatever reason that Peyton Pritchard's in the game, he cooks the Raptors, man. It's always Malachi on the other end of these highlights, too, by the way. I feel bad for Malachi, man. Oh, man. If I were Malachi, the next time I see Peyton Pritchard, I'm just going to punch him in the face and just get myself ejected from the game, man. There's no way. Not again. Not one more time, man. No way. Okay, so the Raptors go into halftime. And yeah, look, this is where the offense starts to, you know, click a little bit, okay? Uh, OG with the mid-range pull-up. This time he's like, oh, he probably watched the film at halftime I was like, oh, I keep getting blocked on every drive. Maybe I'll just pull up from the mid-range. Knocks it down, right? Next time OG gets into the post, draws two defenders, kicks it out to Pascal for three at the top. Pretty good. Next time, after uh, Pascal drives to the uh, into the paint, draws two defenders, kicks it out to Scotty. Scotty with the reverse pass to, to Fred on the other side of the floor. Extra pass into the corner for OG for a corner three. Then Pascal with the spin finish in the lane. Then Pascal with the transition push gets it to Fred for a three. Then Pascal, you know, gets the free throw line for an and one. And it's like okay, the Raptors are cut it down to like I don't know sixteen, seventeen points. Like it's not enough to give you some hope, but it's like okay, they're they're like. Doing something, at least offensively, wasn't as like inept as it was in the first half. However, on that exact play where Pascal drives for the and one to the rim, this is what happened. Okay, so he drives. Al Horford's cutting him off, maybe holding his arm. I'm not really sure. But uh, Pascal's kind of just driving through him. And eventually he's able to get through Al Horford and get the layup to fall with the foul. Now, Al Horford was was very mad, immediately very mad. And he's just saying, review it, review it. review it. I thought he was talking to Joe Mazzoula. Uh, who I believe is younger than Al Horford. <laughs> so anyway, I can't I, honestly. You put Joe Mazzulla in this game; Joe would have been throwing down lobs too, man. Um, but anyway, he, he's saying review, 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 and I realized he's talking to, to uh, Mark Lindsay, the the, the head official, um, because he was claiming that Pascal hit him in the nuts. And you know, Al has this like, you, you know, this this poise about him. You know, because he's the same age as Confucius; like, he's got the same like wisdom. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, all right. Yes, I got hit in the nuts, but am I gonna respond? Am I gonna go over the top? Am I gonna you know let myself not play my game? No, man. He's gonna stay chill. He's gonna do his thing. So he's just saying review, and then they go to the tape, and like, yeah, it's pretty clear. Pascal Siakam um, was driving. Now, of course, he was driving into the body, and his 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 uh, he had the ball in his left hand, and his his, his right hand was off the ball, but it was on another two balls because it was like underneath Al Horford's legs, and. It's one of those things where you just drive and then you're sort of going up and you can't just go up without your other hand. So you end up going up, whatever. Like he clearly sacked him, whether that was the intention. I don't think so. But like the the, the result is that ultimately, you know, Al Horford got sacked. Um, and so, you know, eventually they go to the review. They're like, OK, all right, that's a technical foul. We're going to take away the and one. But Pascal will go to the free throw line for shooting, too, because he was fouled. Pascal was fouled. He just also fouled Al Horford as well. And it was a funny thing during the break where they're like, the camera panned over as like Mark Lindsay was looking at the tape, looking at the VAR or whatever. And, um, and, <laughs> and Pascal's just explaining, right? You can clearly tell what he's doing. Right? He's explaining. He's talking with a rip through. He's telling. I'm just gathering trying to go up for the shot. And Al Horford's just sitting there smiling, looking at him with like a smile, slight smile, being like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. All right. But you still hit me in the nuts. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Honestly, I want I wanna I want a I want a max player who's willing, even when his team is down so badly, even though there's no chance of the Raptors to come back in this game, not even get it to single digits. I mean talking about no chance in this game. Even in a game like that, Pascal's still willing to hook a man's nuts just to get to the foul line. I, I I'm impressed by that. Honestly, that's that shows me like a want to. You know, what I mean, show me you want it, right? Like how much do you really want it? Right? in an 18-point game, will you cup Al Horford? in the nuts to get yourself to the foul line, to not change the the outcome of the game whatsoever. Yes, that's the kind of player I want. And honestly, salute to Pascal, man. All the other guys, honestly, a lot of soft play out there. I I can't can't even lie, man. And I rarely use this term. Trust me, like you could go through like thousands of podcasts I've said. Very, very few times I've used the word soft, right? Because you know what what I mean? Like that's not something that I really even live my life with. But ultimately, there's what however, can you really explain this, man? How else can you explain some of these plays? You had another play where the Celtics had two guys. Uh, the Raptors had two guys going for the loose ball. I think it was Gary, and I think it was Precious. And somehow, neither of those guys got the loose ball. Blake Griffin wins it out of all people from out of position. And then effortlessly, on the one hand, wins it the loose ball, wraps it around his back. Perfect wraparound pass to Peyton Pritchard in the corner for another three. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I, I wouldn't use the word if it wasn't accurate, man. And I promise it's not like a character judgment. It's just the way they played today was just was just not it. And yeah, Jacopo didn't make a difference. Um, I thought in the matchup against Rob, uh, Rob Williams, it just, you know, didn't change anything. I thought Precious played better in both these games. Um, you know, I, I thought, uh, you know, Chris came off the bench and took some ill shots. Um, I thought Gary took way too long to get going. In the first stint, he just did absolutely nothing. Like, it's actually kind of shocking how often he will come off the bench and do nothing these days. Um, now, he got going in the fourth quarter against, um, you know, the, the Celtics. And most of it was just, like, stuff that the Celtics are willing to live with. Like, okay, if you're going to guard Gary, you're going to run him off the three-point line. You're not, you, you know, you're going to try to not let him get into his one-on-one mid-range step back, although he's not really hitting those right now. He's rusty, clearly. Uh, but but if he wants to drive to the basket, okay, you'll let him. And he made a couple of those drives, so good for Gary, right? But, you know, ultimately, there was nothing there. Will Barton is really just like, man, like the The, the Wizards had him, and they were like, we're good. The Wizards had him, and we're good. So, you know what? Yeah, I mean, you know, he wasn't making an impact. Uh, who else is going to come off the bench? I guess nobody else. So, you know, I, and again, like I'm not – I'm not I'm not even like that disappointed. Ultimately, the whole thing is just funny to me. Like you just you just had a chance here. And look, listen, the chances are very very slim, very very slim um that uh that you'll do anything um in terms of making it up to standings. But there was still a chance. And there was still a chance to finish with a winning season or there was still a chance to let's just say, hey, listen, the Celtics have beat us three times already last game. They beat us, even though we almost had them. You know what I mean? Like, can we can we just try to push over the hump here? Right. The line for the game tonight was, was Celtics minus one and a half. That might have been the easiest money anyone ever made if they bet on that right? If, uh, you know, when you looked at the game tonight and you looked at the matchups and you're like, well, are they going to play their main guys in the second half? The Celtics have nothing to play for. Their, their season is done. They're looking ahead to the playoffs, right? And, you know, the Raptors still technically had hope and they came out there and, and they just did none of it. They did none of it. And guys just like playing, not even just selfish. Like, I, I, you know what? Selfish is just such a loaded word. How about this? How about just guys not trusting each other, right? Because it's just oh we we're, we're we're stuck on on offense. Let me let me go one on one. Let me go one on two. Let me oh this guy missed. Let me my turn to go one on two. My turn to go one on two. That's not how offense is played. You look at the Celtics. How often did they go one on one? Yeah, Tatum went one on one. Peyton Pritchard went one on one. But like these other guys, up you know you know uh pick and roll, a hard roll, a hard screen, uh the right pass, the right drive, the right up fake, the right pump fake, the right you know decision, swing, shoot, whatever. But they're taking great shots over the course of the game. They take great shots. They got a great system. They run fast. You know, they go back the other way you know, they play defense in a smart way, right? You know, let's contain the Raptors. We know they can't shoot from three. Let's just contain the drives, contain, you know, help each other um, in the paint, rebound the ball, right? Even though Celtics take a lot of threes, well, they're going to miss a lot of threes. Then if they're going to take 44, they're going to miss a, a, probably 30 of them, right? If they're going to take 44, they're probably going to miss 30 of them. So you know what? Let's make sure we run down the long rebounds. How many times did they, did they run out of a long rebound? And that's just how they play, and they move the ball, and man, it's beautiful to watch. It really is beautiful to watch. If it wasn't the Raptors on the other side, if it wasn't the Celtics wearing those jerseys, I'd be very, very impressed with the other team. And I'd say, damn, that team is really good, and the other team is really not. But unfortunately, this is the Raptors' reaction podcast, and you know, I I despise the Celtics ever since uh, Al Horford, even back before Al Horford joined them, and when he was with the Hawks and breaking TJ Ford and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm... (sighs) I don't know. I mean, look. Obviously, I joked about it online. That, like, I think a lot of people were expecting like a yelling kind of podcast. Like, we're past yelling, man. It's game eighty one of the season, right? You you are what you are at this point, right? And 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 you, if you have the choice between just laying down and finishing the year and ending your you know six month long work, uh, term next week or two weeks from now, how many people would just say, "Oh, out of the pride of the work, I'm gonna go for the next. I'm gonna go for the next two weeks." Right. And to me, that's that's a, that's a bit of the test of character in some of these games, you know, and I'm disappointed in a lot of these guys like OJ, and Obi's a great defender, but like he got back cut for three point blank layups. That's a very simple mistake defensively. Right. You have plays where like, you know, um, Peyton Pritchard would just dribble out a guy, dribble out a guy, dribble out a guy. And all of a sudden someone back cuts for a layup against your best defender. Right. OJ's going to be on all defensive teams. This game doesn't change that. But like if that's the standard, then then the result is even more disappointing, is it not? right? Fred can't generate any advantages against the Celtics, the, the the two games here, none. And defensively, the impact, I mean, yeah, he can swipe the, at the ball, but like, how many guys are shooting over the top of him? How's they shooting over him? Derek White driving past him and shooting over him. Not there. Jakob Pro, who is a very good player, come into this matchup, lost it against Al Horford. Badly in both games, man. Badly. Al Horford dominated this game, and Jakob Pro didn't do anything other than just cramp the floor spacing. And in a playoff series, most likely, that's what you would see. Most likely. But the, here's the thing: their guards also can't create separation without a good screen. And Yak is your best screener. So, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do, right? OJ and Obi wide open in the corners for threes, not really hitting them. Scottie Barnes missed two threes, stopped taking open threes. And I'm not trying to say that I want to see Scottie Barnes take five, six, seven, eight open threes, right? Clearly, there's a couple of plays where he's even to attack the closeout and, 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 uh, and make a play. But in the long term, Right. We're going to need him to take the shots that are there to be taken. Like there's, you know, like th- there's just no doubt about that. Right. Um, anybody come off the bench? Do they, Do they have any playmaking abilities off the bench? No. Uh, we saw that last game as well. By the way, last game, the hero of last game, Malcolm Pro- Brogdon, wasn't even in this game tonight. I didn't even see him on the bench. So I don't know where he's at. And then, yeah, the third unit, when they came in, did any of those guys inspire confidence? Right. And that's not fair to judge third unit guys on four minute stints. You know, that, I, I firmly believe that. Right. But Ron Harper Jr. is shooting chest passes from the corner. Uh, Christian Coloco is, you know, doing what he can do. Um, he's probably my favorite one of those third stringers. So, you know, uh, Mal- Malachi Flynn comes in. You know, he's quick. He, he can attack. But anytime he sees Pritchard, it's it's over. It's on site. Every time Bain Pritchard sees him, I don't know what he has against the, the Flynn family. Um, Delano comes in. Okay. So some pull-up threes, something like that. Uh, you know, cool um but yeah i don't know i i really don't know if you're messiah and bobby watching this like look. i mean nick's probably already gone right like how many reports do you need to see like which reporters do you need to see it from before you really you know buy into that idea and honestly like forget the reports on that kind of stuff like when you see the results on the floor are they inspired are they pulling in the same direction are the timeouts you know affecting change are they prepared to come out of games are they starting games strong are they executing, you know, even when it's tight? The answer is no. So um, you can change that. But I, I do think that, like, there there's so much that's 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 gone rotten here. And it's such a shame. Like, we all love this franchise. This is why I do this, right? It's not for the job. Like, I genuinely just do this because I love the Raptors. You could tell in all my work. At least I hope so, right? I'm really just here because I love the Raptors. It's a great job. Don't get me wrong. But it's because I love the Raptors. That's what makes the job great. And, you know, we've seen some great years here. This year is just so miserable. Like, this is a Lebronto X performance, but the Celtics aren't LeBron. Like, they, you know, so, I don't know, man. Um, the, the season is going to be over, whether it's going to be next week in the play-in or the week after that in the playoffs. Um, and we'll have lots of time to reflect, but this game, it was just a laugher. It really was a laugher. If you can't laugh a little bit watching this game, then obviously you had a bad time spending Good Friday, you know. Because uh, man, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the result you wanted, but it was fairly entertaining. I can't, I can't believe some of the things that happened tonight. So anyway, to wrap up the show, your three stars from tonight's performance—none of them. Nope, nobody gets three stars from this game. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? Like, who's going to be the third star in this game? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh. Nobody gets a star. Sorry. Like I actually don't think any of them deserve it. No offense. Like Pascal's the closest guy to getting one. Uh but yeah, no. Actually, I'm just going to break the show format and just say no. Nobody gets a star. Um you're you're you know who gets a star tonight? You know who gets a star? Nobody. Anyway, you're, you're Gerald Henderson award winner. Uh the entire team, but most importantly Payne Pritchard i can't believe it man this guy really cooks us you could go with pritchard you can go with sam hauser uh you can go with mike muscala you can go with uh blake griffin you can go with whoever you want man the whole st- the celtics team were just cooking on us like they just they just danced on the raptors all night so yeah the gerald henderson award is the whole celtics team and the the, the three stars is nobody like, genuinely nobody. So that does it for the Reaction Podcast. Thanks a so all for listening. We will see one more game of the Toronto Raptors in the regular season. Game 82 against the Milwaukee Bucks. It'll be 1 p.m. on Sunday. If the weather is nice, I suggest maybe going for a nice walk or going to the waterfront or going to one of the, like, the dozens of great parks in Toronto. Um, you know, there's there's a lots of things to see. Um you know, just just you know, but I mean, listen, one one p.m. You know, get get yourself in front of the television, get yourself in the arena, um, and watch the Raptors one more time, and we'll see how they respond. I mean, they're gonna have just absolutely nobody available, um, on the other side for for Milwaukee. They played tonight against the Grizzlies. They lo- they're losing their lineup here. I'm just gonna read you the lineup that they played against the Grizzlies. Okay, Jay Crowder, who is ten of twelve from the field. Oh my goodness, we might have to look out for him. Okay, Jay Crowder, uh, Marjan Beauchamp. Um, you know, okay, Myers Leonard, he's back in the league despite what he said. Uh, incredible, I, I guess we just needed to have Myers Leonard back in the league, a man who really would say that kind of word out loud. But okay, uh, Lindell Wigington, Canadian legend. Okay, twenty five and eleven in this game against the Grizzlies. Wow. Okay, um, uh, AJ Green, that was in a le- Thanasis thirty seven points off the bench, 12, eight and four. How dare those unnamed executives say? that Thanasis wouldn't be in the league. That's that's not fair to Thanasis, okay? How many players can put up 12, 8, and 4 in, no matter what happens? All right, That's not fair. Goran Dragic, 14 points. Man, we are about to get cooked by Goran Dragic on Sunday. Please come to the arena and boo him, man. Boo this man. Oh, my God. Uh, and then Javon Carter. That was their rotation. So I'm expecting very similar to that. Um, but come, come through. Like, just have a good time, you know? Like, honestly, no matter how bad it is, and it's been much worse than this for anybody who's, you know, who who understood all those Al Horford jokes I was telling about. Um, yeah, like, it's it's been worse than this in, in Raptors history. But uh, you see, no matter what, you I, and I can say this from experience, no matter how bad they are, I missed them immediately after they're done playing. So come through for game 81 or game 82, and uh, we'll see what happens in the play-in. But uh, based on this one, not a lot of confidence. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And, uh, yeah, I'll check back in on Monday or on, on Sunday.